It's a very special birdcast from Vietnam. Uh, you like this editing? Pretty top-notch. That was one of my Vietnamese porters uh, by a campfire late one night. You'll find out where we were at the end of this podcast. Um, and we were all drinking and listening to him play, and it was just magical. It's when I'm sure it's not good when you listen to it, but when you were there, oh boy. There's going to be a lot more podcasts like this. I'm in Africa for three, me- three weeks in January. So expect some from, uh, from Tanzania, uh, from uh, Cape Town. And uh, and so on. Go to BurtBurtBurt.com and get brand new, just out, BurtCast coffee mugs. Rock it at work. Take pictures of you drinking BurtCast coffee, whatever. Uh, there's new BurtCast shirts, too, that look fantastic. It is the BurtCast logo that you see uh, on iTunes. Um, new Year's Eve, I'm at the Irvine Improv. Two shows. My wife will be there, I'm sure. I'm bringing her on stage. In Tampa, Florida, I will be doing a call-in sick-to-work show. First time ever. Cowhead will be there. It's January 29th. Or the Friday before Gasparilla, whenever that is, I'm sure Galvin, Spanish, and Carl will be doing backflips. Happy holidays. Listen to this. All right. Was this living in their room? What's that? Yeah, that's in their room. It's Bert. I'm on a train in Vietnam. I had could not miss this opportunity to do a live podcast. Live podcast? What the fuck's wrong with me? Live podcast. Come on, B-Man. Get your head out of your ass. I'm with my two cast members. I found them on the street in uh, Vietnam, in uh, in Cleveland. I found them on the street in Cleveland. They're uh, uh, street performers, and they're amazing, and they're absolutely amazing. And so I decided to. I have my shit out. I'm podcasting a little bit, so feel free to just come in and be a part of just getting your stuff. Real life, real life. Um, John Sales just walked in the room. Tyler Ever just walked in the room. And these are tiny fucking rooms. These are the same size of the rooms. Uh, that I was on the train in Russia different doors as I remember because these doors are a lot louder but uh, these are identical and so everyone put their backpacks and their bags underneath the beds and there's more than enough room so what we did back in the day not to talk but it's like look it's a little bit of cyclicality I kept saying it would be ironic if this train crashed and I died on it but what we'd do is we'd slide those doors open at night and then little Igor would slide in pull bags out into the hallway Rob them, put them back in. Not proud of it. It's only fitting if I get robbed on this train tonight. <laughs> so, uh, I'm having a beer. We are done. And uh, our boys are in the other room. They are amazing guitarists. Let's listen to a little bit. You know what? Let's make this a live action podcast. Paul's directing them. Just kind of. Oh, hey, hey, guys. Let me slide in. Can I slide in? Give room for me? All right. So. This is my podcast. Uh, these are my two... That's, I know that it's squeaking. It's the Dinkum system. These are my two travelers. you want to play some guitar for them? Yeah, for sure. Okay, here we go. Definitely, definitely. Just uh, do a little bit of this. By the way, I know that... It's getting hurt at all. I'll make it hurt. Okay, there you go. Just play.
got that to look forward to on Trip Flip Vietnam. This is Chris. Chris, says, what's the name of your band? The name of my band is Persons, Places, Things. Or just nouns, if you prefer. And just nouns. <laughs> and this is James. James, what's the name of your band? Tropodelic. Tropodelic. They're out of Cleveland. I know I got fans in Ohio. So go see these kids play. Uh, we got our ears clean today. It is epic. We are, we're in Vietnam, and we are... Uh, we are... <laughs> Having an absolute blast. Having an absolute blast. Chris got his haircut. We rode motorcycles around. We have a big day planned tomorrow. We went out to uh, Napong Bay. That's what I want to talk to you about next. Halong Bay. We were at Cat Ba Beach. Most of our food looks at us. The food has been absolutely fantastic. I mean, utterly fantastic. And I want to talk to you about this trip. Hey, can I have a... Is, do we have any beers in there? Yeah. I want to talk to you about this trip. And I know it sounds loud. And I know it sounds like you're on a train. But it should sound like you're on a train. Because you are on a train. I'm on a train. We're both on a train. Am I talking too hot into this? When it beeps, that means I'm going high levels, right? Yeah, like right now? Okay. Well, is it too... Should it, Would it help if I just turned it down some sales? Sure, of course. Does that help? Is that better? Is that better? Like That's that? still kind of hot. How about that? I think I'm turning it the wrong way. I'm turning it the wrong way. Sorry. There you go. That better? Uh, yeah, until you get... Keep going? Super loud. Hey, no, no, Let's try that. Okay. All right. Sorry, guys. Sorry for that. Hey, will you pass me a beer in there? Yeah. That's my sound guy, John Sales. That's a nice cold tiger. All right. Here we go. Where's Callie? Okay. I'm coming in. Oh, perfect. That's what we're talking about. What's, um... This is my podcast, Chris, and you're not allowed to speak. Okay. You got the, you got the kibosh. All right, so. Excuse the, what you're going to hear right now. Okay. So, here's what I want. Yep. Scoot up, Callie. Scoot up. Okay. Chris, you're totally allowed to talk. Okay. Right now. Guys, what you just heard is Chris saying. She's your crowd favorite. She was on the Peter Jackson podcast. <laughs> She had the line, uh, tune in Tokyo. But I want to talk about Vietnam. I want people to be able to have this trip. Yep. Okay? We've had an amazing time. Now, TT's here. TT is our fixer. TT? Yes, I'm here. TT is Vietnamese. <laughs> so I want to I want to, I want to share this trip with people so that they can enjoy this country. It's a gorgeous country. It's overwhelming, and it in I, I believe sensationally it, it feels like you have, someone's got their fingers in your mouth when you're here like there is not a Vietnamese word for personal space is there uh, and no TT it doesn't help when you nod or shake your head this is audio oh okay sorry yeah so is it you just personal space is like disregarded in Vietnam you know what you don't even know what that is do you okay like see how close Kristen is to you right now yeah that's personal space like when someone's touching you next to you, or like gets in your face, like today, Laura, Laura, uh, Weatherly, Lara, Lara, how do I say it? Lara. Lara, Lara. Sounds Lara. like an old lady just saying it back to her. Lara. I thought I told you to go get my groceries. <laughs> Miss Jackson, I did. I, I told y'all like the two percent milk. This is good. Vitamin D, Lara. Lara. Did you put gas in my car? I did, Miss Miss Jackson. Laura, did you put 89 octane, Laura? Now, um, Laura is uh, a little bit of a baller. She is not uh, the kind of person that uh, 
likes to be put in the back seat, put in the corner. She is baby. She can scuba dive. She can rock climb. She can do it at all. She is a camera person. Do you like how I said that? Camera person. And uh, today she was loading gear onto a <laughs> onto a boat, and someone slapped her. <laughs> Five men slapped. Her. Five men slapped her. And I kept I kept taunting her and going. They, they're they're yelling, and I go. They're telling you it's because you're a woman. <laughs> and they were, I'm sure. Uh, but uh. Uh, yeah, there's no... It's Physical space here is fucking... We like, like touching. You like touching? Vietnamese, <laughs> Vietnamese people call is the uh, high contact country. It's a high contact country? New country, low contact. So you, you need the space. Vietnamese, they don't... They are very close. Could you, could you argue, and I say this, and tell me if I'm being offensive. Could you say Vietnamese people are pushy? Cannot be a pussy. Why the not, pussy? Not pussy. <laughs> Yeah, you guys pussies. No, are you pushy like like I'm pushing? Like, yes. You buy postcard now. Okay, by now. Okay. Oh, okay. Hustling. Hustling. Yes. You guys are hustlers. Yes. So, because uh, like we've how many postcards have we bought? I bought five hundred postcards. You bought you bought fifteen chopsticks. I can't stop eating egg sandwiches. If I pass one person making a fucking egg sandwich, I buy the egg sandwich. It is the best thing I've ever had. The food in Vietnam. You were critiquing the egg sandwich preparation today. Uh, well, that one was a sketchy chick. That was. Based on your experience in Vietnam, Vietnam, do you remember the lady that when you walked across from the dock, who was like hustling, she had the gloves on, which was ironic because she clearly had no sense of hygiene in that whole setup. She had like a, like a, you know, you saw that lady, right? And then you saw the lady, where did you get our sandwiches that night we were at Charlie's, at Mr. Good Bar? outside. Right downstairs. That's where we were getting them this morning. Yeah. Yeah, I want to cross the street to that lady. You know that lady? Yeah. That was not... It was so disgusting the way she made that. She cooked it underneath her thing, and she, like, cracked the eggs into a cup. I am not certain had eggs in it before, yeah. but or had been clean. And I, I watched her make it, and I couldn't eat it. I was like, I give it to Tyler. <laughs> I was like, I was like, yeah. She's I don't know, we're gonna see. You know what? That's exactly how the other one was made. She had a cup too. Really? Yeah, no, the lady we got that sandwich from, that egg sandwich, the food in Vietnam. Why is your food so good? Because it's fresh. Everything is fresh. Like seafood had to be you eat when it's dinner life. And they keep everything in their life. Vegetable is very, very fresh. Yeah. So we don't keep in the fridge. Really? We don't have freezer. We don't frozen the food. So we go to market twice a day. One for lunch and one for dinner. Really? So we don't store the food in the fridge. I love Vietnamese food. I love the flavors. I love the spices. I love the bread. Best bread in the country. Best bread in the world. In my opinion, Vietnamese baguettes are the, is the best bread in the world. Now, um... How would you describe traffic in your country? The traffic is yeah. living chaos. Chaos? For everyone, uh, first time traveling to Vietnam. It looks crazy, but still works. People are going around you, and you know, you can find the crossing, cross the street without the motorbike running like, around you. No, yeah, but it's like a controlled chaos, correct? Yes, it's controlled chaos. I feel like, I feel like, it's the kind of chaos that happens when you fall in love. 
Like, you don't know what your emotions are, but you know they're going in the right directions. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I, I'm driving... We drove we drove motorcycles through uh, traffic in Vietnam today. And th- there, there is nothing to do justice to that until you see it. You can't describe it. You can't... I can't tell you about it. Fucking chaos. And now... Okay, now talk about the ear cleanings. Is that popular here? It's very popular for Vietnamese men. No... Not for women. Really? Why have you, do you get your ears clean? Uh, I did a couple of times, but I haven't done it for a while because you know they would teach you how to clean the ear at home sometimes. Yeah, you clean your own ears. Yeah. Okay. Now, um, all right. Uh, but they freak out when you see the, how the people are doing it. They take uh, what would you'd only imagine a dominatrix would use when she was working on like like specific areas of your body. Like it looks like it was. It looks like it looks like surgical equipment. They take surgical equipment. It looks run. like dental scrapers. It looks right? like dental scrapers, yeah. and you are on the side of the road by my, by the heaviest trafficked road where everyone's going forty miles an hour, and the, they're putting steel the mirrors hanging out. There's it's and they put a mirror just right on the cement wall, and it is and it is amazing. I I'm gonna. I wish. Do they have those in America? Do you think? I don't no. think so. Oh, on the street. I'm that. sure our on Surgeon General street. outlawed that. They're like, oh, this guy has no qualifications to put that in your head. But they have a technique to take their own wax out of the ear. I'll tell you. They have Ooh. a technique to take their own wax out of the ear? No, they have a technique to take their ear wax. Out of you? You or anyone. Yeah. No, but you can do you. I can do my, yes. What's your yeah. technique? They have the same thing. You can go and, go and buy the, the little, like, uh, Scraper? Yes, and then you can take oh, it out. Oh, the feather duster? Did you get in here? It's not feather yep. duster. They have it like a... a sharp? Little sharp, yes. A fe- the feather duster they use at the end? Yourself? You can put it in here by the self. You can take it out, but it's normal. You don't have to do it every day. <laughs> um, Here's why I'm so close to it. The earwax that came out of your guys' ears wasn't like anything I've ever seen. Well, no, hold on. The earwax that came out of my ears was regular. The earwax that came out of Chris's ears was regular. <laughs> the earwax that came out of James's ears, the one you just met, you heard his band, was fucking epic. It looked like Tootsie Rolls. It looked like they were pulling Tootsie Rolls out of his head. Yeah. And it was to the point where it made everyone want to get their ears clean because we all thought we had lived those living in there. And also throw up. And also throw up. Callie, lean forward when you talk. Um, so, all right. Now, here's what I would like to do. This is not going to be a super long podcast. Or what are we at right now? We're at 15 minutes. Okay. This is going to be a 30-minute podcast. But what I'd like to do... Paul, and I'm sure this is fine, right? I, don't, I think the network it wants to inspire people to travel. I would, like you to, I would like to tell the things we did so far that were really out of this world. And I want you to tell the companies we did them with. Okay. And, uh, and, and by the way, I'm, I'm promoting the show. I'm not revealing anything you gotta watch it I can't tell you on a podcast what our show looks like but I want you to tell them how you did it and I, the only thing I want you to tell price wise was the first thing I'm gonna talk about and that is the, the junk boat so describe a junk boat TT describe a junk boat the junk boat is quite unique in in Vietnam with the sails on and it's a very comfy bed for the people that go very comfy bath comfy bed what do you want to switch? Do you want him to yeah, yeah, sit over here, TT, so everyone so can hear you. close to the mic. Wow. Yeah. So a junk boat is, and then you describe it, and then I'll describe it, okay? okay. So the junk boat is very um, uh, 
Cap. You need to travel in in Halong Bay or Kappa uh, area because the water is very smooth and the junk boats is like very easy for you to going around and seeing the most stunning place in the world. Yeah. Also, you know, the service there, the food is great and also the bed is very comfy for the people that stayed overnight. So let me let me let me explain to you guys what a junk boat is. A junk boat is ultimately a Vietnamese houseboat. It's three stories. It it has how many bedrooms does ours have? The one we stayed on? Six. The big one had six. Six bedrooms. Uh Everyone, Twins, had a bathroom. everyone had a bathroom. Everyone had a master bedroom, like a, like a like a king size bed. Ceilings are tall. Ceilings are very tall. You had a huge dining area with a table that had that looked like it was for a jury. I mean, it was like fifteen people yeah. table. You had a top deck with 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 uh, with lounge chairs. lounge chairs and 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 then you had a whole crew that worked for you mm-hmm. that fed you that. Uh, they took care of you. You went swimming. They dropped the ladder. Yep. They were fantastic. Um, deck, sun deck. A sun deck. That's what yeah, I said. With lounge chairs. Yep. Yeah. And now, how long would you say that was? That had to be uh, I one, of, one of the boys. Hey, how long uh, do you think that junk boat feet? was? 60 yeah. or 70 feet. Yeah. yeah. 60, 60, 70 feet. It was a big boat. It was Beautiful. a big craft. And... Here's the beautiful thing. It looks straight out of an Agatha Christie novel. Like if you had ever seen, if Google Death on the Nile, it looks like that. It's all old teak, all dark wood. It's all it's all wood, and so it's all finished beautifully. Everything looks absolutely beautiful on this thing. I mean, it is it is a work of art, but it is comfortable as well, and it's cool, and it makes sense. And how much did it cost per night, Callie? $100,000. You don't want to give the exact price? No, 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 don't if you don't want to. I'll tell I'll just say it was, I, I don't know, but I'm going to guess it, it was about $750 a night. Yep. Oh, but it changes per season because we're kind of on Very off much season. Better. So what is, what is it, what does it cost? Probably like 500 to, to 700 for private book. Yeah. If you're going for the room, you know, it's like, uh, like, uh, uh, Drive with the group probably maybe two hundred. Two hundred bucks a room. Bucks a room for the night. With food. With food and like a package or three hundred, depend on yeah. the carpool. Okay, can I can I ask, where could someone find this as someone from Vietnam? How would someone in America, which these junk boats take you into, um, uh, I keep saying Napong Bay, um, um, how long Bay? They go to Google and and should. Local fixer Vietnam. Local fixer Vietnam. Tell, let me, let me, let me t- I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. What's, what you want? You got a you got a website people can go to. Yeah, I can have. I what have is a, it? I have a website called localfixervietnam.com. Oh, localfixervietnam.com. Oh, and, and, and 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 I'm sure for an extremely reasonable price, uh, you can get TT to put you into what we got into, and what we got into was amazing. Mm-hmm. Get your friends. Come to Vietnam. You're you're look. You're 35. You're 33. You're 29. Your friends are making money. You're making money. You're about to change speeds in your life. One big trip. Make it Vietnam. Come down here. Go to Halong Bay. Contact Titi. He will hook you up with everything we did. And what we did was spectacular. And spend a couple nights on a junk boat in Halong Bay. It is. Epic. It is genuine, and I'm only sharing this with you because I believe it's epic. Um, we went rock climbing, climbed up 20 meters, 
uh, then swam out to our junk boat, go down the in, in, into the fishing villages. I mean, how, how you can go kayaking. Oh, you can go kayaking. You can go paddleboarding. Paddle There's so much activities to do. What else can you do? They and also and go solo rock, rock climbing. They do so rock climbing. They can go fishing. They can go. Oh yeah, uh, fishing. Uh, you can go on the. Know. Tubing. Oh, yeah, they have the yep. tubing. They have tubing. But, There's all these you know, beautiful private beaches the or like secluded beaches. The best thing to do in Halombay probably kayaking. You know, if you go and kayaking in Halombay. No, no, describe Halombay to, to. Let me. I'll describe it because I know what people are thinking. Do you know? You ever see the movie The Beach, where you see Leonardo DiCaprio swim into this secluded island, and you're like, and you're like, oh, where is that? It's in Halombay. Is, that is where you find it. Huge, sheer cliffs with with trees growing out of the sides of the cliffs, covered in cliffs. The cliffs look like trees with my hair, like thinning, but you can totally see the cliff, but you respect it because he's got power. And and the beaches are are just white, and the water is crystal clear, and it's clean, and it's amazing, and you're by yourself. There's no one out there. It's not like 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 Havasu at Spring Break. It is, it is Halong Bay, and no one's there. And it is, and the food, on the boat. We had what are those little shrimps we had that were like octopus shrimps? The shrimp are the mantis prawn. Mantis oh prawns. Gosh, those were delicious. Oh, it's a little difficult to eat. Your fingers are gonna hurt, but they're amazing. Fresh crab. We call it fresh crab. We, uh... Squid. We have stir fries. Oh, the squid. Oh, don't even get me started on the fucking squid. I could eat squid all day, every day, for every fucking meal. The food on that boat was spectacular. The food in Hanoi, uh, even better, I'd argue. I mean, the food everywhere we went into... I don't want to tell you everything about the episode. You gotta watch it. But the food in the show is fantastic. The activities are top-notch. I haven't even shared what we're doing tomorrow. And I don't want to because it's our fourth act and it is next level. Are you charging these? <laughs> TT, what's the best time to come? Yeah. Okay, the best time to come into uh, Vietnam, probably uh, from April uh, to end of July or June. Uh, end of June? Yeah. Or July. And September to uh, November. Because June to November? Well, there's from, a, he skipped a couple months. Skip a couple months because months? the couple months it's in summertime in the north of Vietnam. It's going to be 40 degree and 95 percent humidity. Oh, it's just disgusting. So that's going to be amazing to taking photos. It's all the time for photographers to come to travel to Vietnam. Yeah. But for the tourists, a little bit too hot. Yeah. Yeah, You're maybe. from Halong Bay. You grew up there? Yes, I'm from Bay. I grew up there. And the area have like more than 3,000 of islands in the water. Like, uh, basically, they raised in the middle of the ocean. And that is where the best seafood in Vietnam. You, can, you cannot find any other area have the fresh seafood and taste it as Halong Bay. Yeah. And they're limestone, all the... Lambstone cast, they have a lot of cave. You just go over there, you discover some cave. Well, they have the cave there, maybe, uh, I don't know, 10,000 square meters inside the cave. Can fit like a lot of people in that cave. They found a few very untouched caves uh, in Halombay. 
but Halong Bay is the world heritage site and it's very well protected but when you go outside a little bit they have uh, like four, three, uh, three different bays uh, it combines to Long Bay and few another bay all the way over to the China border and this is all limestone mountain and that's just amazing Vietnam really is amazing Oh, talk about the rice. You were talking about the... Um, mm, you were saying, yeah, you were saying that during a certain time, time of season, of year, yeah. the rice changes colors on different levels. Okay, so that's is Halong Bay. It's the north, um, the northeast of Vietnam, but by the sea. If you go to the northeast of Vietnam, up to the mountain near the China border, where it's just on the right terrace. And that's just, um, it's about like... For you, 400 kilometers from Hanoi. You can go in there in October. You can see just amazing how the rice, uh, the rice field up to the mountain, and you see the local people there. They they cutting the rice with traditional clothes. Also, the rice have a many many different color, quite similar like in you know uh, not as uh, autumn in, in, in America where in the, the fall time this is when the tree changed the uh, colors oh yeah so it's why does the rice change colors amazing well yellow rice the rice the change rice. color is like <laughs> I don't know. when it's very when it's very young rice it's a super green it's look like grass it's look like a, a football field yeah okay? it's so smooth like the football field that was kind of racist that you looked at me and said after, that after three three after three months, the color changed into yellow. That's been ready for harvesting. That's why they, they, the, the color changes when you see the any photo or north and northwest of here. One, two? Um, yes, please. We're our whole crew's here, and we are, and we just wrapped. So it's a little chaotic. Everyone's trying to charge batteries. Weatherly's loading media. Is that what you're doing? Yeah. Anything interesting? Yeah. You got any footage from the motorcycles? Yeah. You do? Really You've seen it? Yeah. yeah, just a few shots. Can I see it real quick? Yeah. Oh, it's here right now. Oh, that's just... Try to show the, the one when you go and you buy the, uh, by the lake. You know? yeah. By the lake? I don't I don't know where it is. Uh, just, oh, so we just show me anything on the motorcycle. Anything on the motorcycle. The shot I got a cool Russian Minsk. Is it called a Minsk? Minsk, yeah. Yeah, I, I rode on a Russian Minsk kit today. Uh, and no one thought... I, Andy was like, you're not going to be able to do this. It's because it, the traffic is that... I mean, Google Vietnam traffic. It is that chaotic. And the bike is that temperamental. So at the while I was riding the motorcycle, I had to, I had to keep it throttled. I had to hold the clutch, keep it in first, and then brake. So I'm holding the throttle with my left hand. I'm holding the brake with my right hand, but I'm also throttling with my right hand. And I'm trying to work the... I'm trying to... Oh, this is fucking fantastic. Yeah. It looks good. It's just like the scariest thing to go into. He looked like, holy shit, what I'm doing. You have to just keep moving. I feel like you can't stop to get run over. No, what was crazy is you'd stop in traffic and all of a sudden would all of a sudden everyone would kind Everyone's of siphon stop. into what was any open area on the street. So you'd have you'd have and everybody's honking. They everyone's like honking. honking. They like honking because they like especially you, you are Western, they're like, Oh, Western guy. And then that's you just honk what your you're saying, horn a lot? <laughs> I didn't have a horn. TT goes on my gives me my bike and he goes, Yeah, there's no horn. Oh, and he goes, Your horn is throw the throttle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The gas. 
Like I'm a, like a, I'm a Harley, uh, like a Hell's Angel. Awesome. That's great. I love yeah, this. Well, that's, just... that's the shot. Polly Bon, Polly Donuts. Pause oh, it, come pause here, take it, a look at this. <laughs> what are you looking at? Look at the. the we're looking at the footage from the, the, the motorcycles. Uh, Try to show it in the, in the chaos area when yeah. you go to uh, the cafe shot from the top. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, didn't, you didn't realize what you were going through, but yeah. from the top. I didn't see that. Yeah, I didn't know what that was. Yeah. You said it. You should go to the top. Start to get really crazy. It's gonna get crazy when you pass that. Oh yeah, but I was saying that the entire time. <laughs> I was like, I was losing my shit through that. Then you'll see what the whole it's like a roundabout that's insane nobody knows where they're going they're just walking there's a guy that walks right through the chaos and there's cars and oh that's the other thing oh, yeah, what's yeah, this look at this are you fucking kidding me <laughs> yeah you went through this it's amazing it looks like no they're coming they're coming yeah, we got keep today coming. Right before you guys got there, somebody crashed on their. Yeah. <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> yes. Where are we? There you go. Look at these people walking. There is no rhyme or reason to the traffic no, or pedestrian. No. Look at that! Look at, Look at that! that. Holy shit! Oh, that's the mattress guy. He's got this like guy had mattresses on his yes. fucking. Yeah. Mattresses on the back. Dude, it's so funny. Motorcycle. Whoever's in front seems to lead the way, and everyone just kind of like Follows. schools in. This is what fish look like. You're coming up. I, 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 took it oh, I think it's the next. <laughs> that went in traffic at the time. You guys have seen this. Oh, that is yeah, gorgeous. Yeah, this is awesome. So yeah, I understand yeah, that you're sport, huh? listening to us watch footage of us shooting in Vietnam. But well, I hope this broadcasting. Is, I hope this. I hope this uh, inspires you to watch the show. Because the footage is ultimately spectacular. The camera is amazing. Yeah, man. Just put a clip of it up. No, we will, but like after. Well, yeah, when the when the show's gonna premiere, oh. we put it up now. They forget about it. They're like, yeah, did that area. <laughs> Traffic. Look, see that. I love, what I love about it is, is there's no stoplight. It is just and that's the area, no stoplight. That's why I took it. Exactly what I said. No, there's stop, nothing. Like, no, no signs at all. It's like, basically everything. first come first serve. It's basically you. If, if you know. take the initiative. I'm, I'm, I'm I have this, a like, loud, loud horn that I can go yeah. first. I mean, look how close they are to the cars. Yeah. And then someone just walks across, and it's almost like it's like the the rule in crossing traffic in Vietnam is you walk at a steady pace because all the other drivers judge not to hit you. You can't stop. Look at this. This it looks like they're it looks like a fucking bumper cars. In the United States, this would be a disaster. (laughs) This would be a disaster. That guy's just that guy's just slowly walking like fucking. Wait, is that them coming up? Oh wait. This would be road rage. People would be screaming. Oh yeah. Oh, that guy fell down. I think that was a clip. Out there, this, uh, junction is this is insane. Here's the other thing about so Vietnam: there's no road rage. There's no road rage. Yeah, people honk, but they, they don't get mad. They honk to let no you know where they are. Yeah. 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 Honk, that's me. At. No, honk, honking. That's is me. that a golf cart? I'm on the way. Yeah, there's what are those golf carts? Yeah, TT honking means. Those are. What does it mean? Honking. That's mean that I'm I'm going this way. Hold on one second. It doesn't mean. 
like, it, it, no, it's just like, okay, I'm, I'm here, so make sure there's someone next door, like, ah, like, next, okay, so I know you're there, so I can know how to drive. So, even so, the buses do it. So, to point out what those were, Kristen, those were golf carts. But they're tourist, the tourist, tourist no, destinations, tourist. so they the put tourist. them in a golf cart. They put them in a golf cart so that they get to experience the traffic. So we'd go through, and there were Americans in there, and they'd see me, and I go, "What's up?" And they go, "Oh my God!" And they start taking pictures and lose their shit. <laughs> oh, that's uh, that's why we got Okura. Let's show the Okura, the Okura. Like when we're going, like many different streets and the old quarter, like yeah. The old quarter. It's crazy. But let's see. Let's see what the traffic. I wonder if she like driving. When we went into, is that where we were? The old quarter today? No, that's earwax. <laughs> oh, this is earwax. Oh, okay. earwax. Oh, oh can you just? Earwax. Can you just? Yeah. Sh- you gotta go forward. Gotta go forward. Gotta go forward. As soon as he gets in his ear. Oh God. No, don't. No. No, no, no. Please, 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 please. It looks so good. This is after. Be a great episode. I mean, it's just so yeah. raw. This is so raw right here. <laughs> You're just on the freaking sidewalk. You got sidewalk. a makeover on the side of the street. I hope this isn't. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Stop, 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 stop. Look at the look on his face. Look at those tools. Look at those tools. They're so sharp. He does not look happy. Holy fuck. Is it even tweezers that grab it, or is it just a fucking stabbing? He goes in with tweezers, but he was going deep with him. Oh, it is tweezers. And then he pulls out a fucking Tootsie Roll. (laughs) He he, he was working on this one for a while. He was like, I don't want to break it all apart. No, it's so Right now he's pulling his head back. He's pulling his head back. He's like, no, no, I'm still working. He's like, there's more. Do you realize how little of this my daughters would do? Here we go. Here we go. Yuck. I can, I can, he's almost got it. Oh, he's so scared. He's like, holy fuck. All right. We should probably start watching footage because all anyone's doing is listening to us go, oh, what, wait, there he, oh, okay, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> look at his face. It doesn't look pleasurable by the look on his face, but I got it done. You didn't see it. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. That's the Tootsie Roll. Oh my god. Oh my I don't know. Listen to me, listen like to me. Now I feel like I have that in my ear, maybe. I doubt it, but maybe. You never know. Listen, shh. Oh my god, it's right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that normal. Really don't. So. <laughs> He's gagging because you gag someone on them. You scare him. You gag? I did scare him. You scare him. Like yeah. He already freaked out when it's like, put some tree in his ear and oh put it out God. something. You say something and look at him. Oh, like, it's, it's like so emotional. Like he would get in the tear in second. If you oh, put yeah. maybe two more yeah. sentences like on his face, he's like... Oh. Yeah. They got a makeover on the I street. Did, I did intimidate them about the makeover. He got a straight razor shave on the street. And then uh, Chris got a haircut, and then we pulled Tootsie Rolls out of James's ears. And wax out of yours. Barely any. That's not even mentionable. I I wanted a lot more out of mine. I was looking forward to it. Do you hear? Are you hearing better now? I'm hearing a much better. Okay. Much better. Your ears are less itchy. They're never itchy. I I have very clean ears. Well, Bamboo told me it gets the itchies out. Who's Bamboo? (laughs) He'll meet him tomorrow, so you can listen a little more to me. 
Yeah. Now. Uh, right now, I hear everyone <laughs> on the podcast going, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Really? Uh-huh. I know. Paul wants you to listen to him, too. Well, I don't what? listen to fucking uh, anybody, okay? Okay, I know. Listen. Okay. I know you don't. What, what, why are you putting drama from our show on the fucking podcast? I listen to me. And, and you only. God, that's why they call me the executive producer. He listens to me most of the time. I listen <laughs> but I to just mostly to agree with him. T-T. I definitely listen to TT. Yeah. Yeah, when you're. A show like this is made awesome by a great fixer. Yeah. Because we don't know the country. I mean, we know we can do the research we do. But when you get you, you get a good fixer and someone can tell you, you know what you guys are forgetting, you're like, what? And a lot of it's like on the fly. Like I I had yeah. said very aggressively, I want to get my ears done. I had said it because David Cho, David Cho, who had talked about it on Rogan's podcast, and I was like, I got to get it done. He talks about them sticking the ears, shit in your ears. And so I was like, we got to get that done. And clearly, that was a, one of my favorite highlight. things ever. Yeah. One of my favorite things ever. Had Dale not said to me to get... Uh, make sure I knew how to drive a motorcycle uh, two years ago I would have never known how to drive a motorcycle had I not I would never have seen that Minsk and and realized what a badass opportunity that was mm-hmm. that was the coolest thing I've done in a long time yeah. that scene is only in Vietnam Laos and Cambodia seriously you don't really? see it as a Minsk I'm buying one in, in the LA from I don't think well it's uh, very different because there everything is like very smooth, like driving it easily. Oh, it here, was, oh yeah, I was about to say that that was not a smooth motorcycle. <laughs> see that? After ten minutes, oh my hand! Oh my god, it's my hand! It's so hard. <laughs> I, you heard me right? I was like, I couldn't move my hand. That was the worst clutch in the world. Well, and yes. Weatherly was my shadow the entire time. I kept going, hey, if I can't drive it, you're going to need to grab it. And when I get caught in the netting when we're scuba diving with whale sharks, you're going to need to get it. Hey, check my gear real quick. You're going to need to get it. So, um, yeah. So you that was... It on the What's I mean, that? You rocked it. Yeah. I had a lot of fun. I had a but lot of fun on that I, motorcycle. I think you had a good time when you were riding around, you know, uh, with the gnome. I had a, I had a blast on the notor- motorcycle. Yeah. I had so much fun. But it was, it was, it was also safe... Because you know, I didn't. I knew you were. You had a camera guy on front, on front, in front of me, so I knew I could follow you and not get hurt. Yeah. So, but there was one time where you went through that light, and I was like, uh, I don't think I'm gonna make it. And I just punched it like I was in LA, like <laughs> flew through it. And this lady's like, oh, those aren't the rules here. <laughs> Isn't it? This is about I think, uh, it's mostly I think lights are just suggestions. Yeah, in I really do. Yeah. Well, I think it's confidence. You gotta roll with. Is that what that's for? Got it. Oh. Look at my I had penis. no idea that's how you got up there. I thought that was a cup holder. I thought that was a cup holder too. <laughs> All right, I'm going to take this out of this room. I think we've, I think we've pretty much come to Vietnam. Come, come to, to Vietnam. Vietnam visit you guys TT. talk about what's coming up what's tomorrow, or is that not? Uh, I mean, I feel like we website? should. Are you gonna we post should. This? T- I'm going to post it whenever I get to internet connection. Oh, okay. So uh, I feel like that would be a little bit. I want people to. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I want a teaser. It's uh, tomorrow is going to be epic. It is a full, uh, full. I mean, I, I think we're going to have to have Sherpas. I mean, it's it's aggressive. We're it's a big, long day where we stay out there and we go to one of the most amazing locations you could ever imagine. This is this is. Uh, I know everyone liked the New Zealand episode. This is right on par with the New Zealand episode. It's so, Vietnam, not New Zealand. It's Vietnam. No, I know it's Vietnam, TT. 
What? What did you think? I got confused in the middle and it's like, we're in New Zealand. I don't know where I got this Vietnamese guy. Hey, you're in Vietnam, you don't mess with Vietnamese guys. You don't mess with Vietnamese guys? Because when you mess with one, you mess with. Yeah, guys, we're funny guys. We just want to say, this is fucking awesome. It is, it's real swell. This is the coolest thing, man. Absolutely, we couldn't sleep without you saying, like, thank you, guys. This is dope. Oh, good. I'm glad you guys are enjoying it. You're not going to be able to shut up when we get back to the end. You should Everyone sleep well, guys. You too. Good night, guys. That was a really great... It's a great way to end it, but I'm not ending it because I'm taking it into my room by myself, and I'm going to whisper secrets into your ear. You can unplug it. I'll plug it up to Two seconds. What are the odds? Tyler, is there anything you'd like to... Hang on, let's do a solo interview. Tyler actually listens to my podcast. Tyler, is there anything you'd like to say about this trip? No. Perfect. <laughs> no, All right. I'm excited. This is going to be a good one. Especially tomorrow. Oh, are you motherfuckers in bed? Oh, you can scrap this idea. Like you're cuddled up like a bunch of little chickens in the hen house. I'm podcasting, motherfuckers. We're on a train. The last overnight train I was on, I robbed. I'm looking to rob some motherfuckers tonight. I'm gonna get, Can I be big, Igor? I can't. By the way, I, but now as a 42-year-old man with a little bit of hindsight, I can't imagine what nearsighted thieves these were to rob this train. Like, rob any train. There's not a lot of millionaires here. Why not find a place where some real money is? Okay, I know that hurts everyone's ears, but I can't help it. It's the dinkum. So, uh, shut the door, Paul. All right, guys. Do we have beers in here? We do have oh, beers. We are locked and loaded. All right, and here is me, wine, Andy, wine. Sales, and Paul. Sales is the one who probably won't speak at all. Andy sounds like he's straight out of uh, a, a Ron Howard sitcom. Very <laughs> uncontainable. Well, golly darn. And uh, and Paul's the one that's going to be barking all his words. Brr, that sounds good. So uh, now, listen. I'd like to apologize to everyone. I know you guys are not fans of Kristen's, and uh, <laughs> she was talking aggressively. Was it Miss Hyde? No, Miss Hyde's not out. She's uh, she was just she just had a she just is you know I, maybe she was meant to be in front of the camera. Does Kristen listen to? No, Kristen doesn't know how to download a podcast. She was like, am I going viral yet? And I was like, no. <laughs> no, you're not going viral, Kristen. Viral but she, here's the thing, is that when you work with her, everything she's, she really is... Oh, I guess so you guys will just be charging all your shit, and we'll just charge nothing in here? What? Oh, no, hey. What, like, oh, no, never mind. you have your mind. outlet open? I didn't, I didn't see I had an outlet. What the fuck? Okay, so, uh, but Kristen is... Kristen is one of our favorite people. We love her to death. But uh, I can understand what you guys are saying. That night that I aired that podcast that with Peter Jackson, she was a beyond tipsy. And if you think you got an ear beating, you should have hung around my room after we taped that. Kristen has got a, a guitar that she was not quite certain she wanted or didn't want. And, was, and Paul passed out on the bed. Just as drunk as we might have sounded, we were. And we slept. Uh, but... That was an abrupt stop. Oh, we're stumped. <laughs> that was like out of nowhere. Did we hit a cow? All right. So, uh... 
You guys excited about tomorrow? Did, did I'm you? excited. Did we ever yeah. find out what time we're going to arrive? Oh, I forgot to ask. Uh, uh, you know what? I'll go... Uh, I'm, I'm a little bit more excited about the end of the journey. I, I, I do want to see the cave. I wish yeah. it wasn't... So, okay, that's the teaser, guys. We're going to a cave. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's okay. We're going to, like, the and world's Sally biggest... Sally speaks. We're going to the world's biggest cave. Now I'm not going to talk anymore. I mean, these are the things we're talking about. And this season, I think it's just gotten... Big. Next level. I, mean, I think we're doing shit that... I think we're doing shit that's... I gotta be honest with you. It's all fucking... Bucket list shit. I didn't even know I had my bucket. Like, I, I cannot stop talking about that goddamn junk boat. I want people that listen to this to get... I want them to get, like, four couples, right? Yeah. Four couples and go to Vietnam together. That's the most expensive part, is the flight. Find a time you can fly to Vietnam this cheap. Get yourself on a junk boat with some friends. Go get on some scooters in Hanoi. Have a blast. What a The food is amazing. The drinks are amazing. Everyone's accommodating. They all want to sell you shit. Vietnam is absolutely everything you never knew you dreamed of. It is spectacular. And it is such a cultural flush of, of, of what we know as culture in America. It just, it dumps you. It, it's, it's a reset button where you're like, all your senses are on overload, and you don't know what to expect next. I mean, it's just such a thing to sit in a restaurant and just just go, oh, I guess, okay, I guess we're having coffee. Because <laughs> they oh, just put it in front in of you. Sit in an alley, Bert. Sit in an alley and having a meal that you love that you're like, I'm sitting in an alley. You're sitting in an alley just next to an old guy. It's like, you know, think if you have intimacy issues, this is not the place for you. It, it is, like, then we sat down on these stools in an alley, and then this old guy just sat right next to me and started slurping his soup up. And I was like, in my head, I was like, I thought this was our table. And he was like, I'm fucking hungry. It is... I wish we could talk a tad bit about Japan, but, it, you know, this, the way this trip works is you remember what is immediate to you. The, the way this show works is you remember what's immediate to you only because every day is like, um, is like a shower of emotions visually, um, your taste buds, your, your thrills. I mean, this is season as we've, we're jumping off the world's tallest cliff jump this week and last week in, in New Zealand. We're yeah. talking about doing something epic in South Africa. We're going. We're thinking about going to Tanzania. To what's the beach in Tanzania, Paul? Well, it's Zanzibar Island. It's Zanzibar. Zanzibar. Yeah. I mean, I'm fucking 42 years old. I never in a million years thought about going to Zanzibar. Now, here's the thing. You guys know me. You've known me for a long time. That are listening to this. You know, I'm a very regular dude with regular anxieties. We were on a ship today. That I was panicking on because it was just very loud. It's on YouTube, you can see it. The point I'm trying to make, and one of the things that Travel Channel never intended to happen, but did happen, was Metropole. Uh, my juice, juicer's almost out. Never mind. Go. <laughs> Hold on. No, this is my maybe problem. This, no, maybe this, this is, is my something problem, we not your problem. Maybe I'm sure. Wait, what if everyone's in their car? Like, what about his juicer? <laughs> it's, it's his. Hey, Paul. Yeah, you got a no, plug right I, there. I, you don't have an I, adapter. Guys, continue. I'm I'm working okay. on my own uh, okay. my own issues here. Okay. You got this, but that's not going to work, right? So no, that's not. This? That's definitely not going to work. Paul, I can help you. Okay. If you just bear with it for like two minutes, I can totally help you with the fucking. What about this morning? 
driving the boats through the fishing village. That I mean, oh. as all the fishermen are leaving for the day, which is what they do every day, and we're there at at dawn. Can I, tell, can I tell you what was what, I, what really kind of struck me is that? Tell me if I'm wrong. Tell me if I'm off. Okay. But like I usually do. We're all uh, grown men with families or wives, and and uh, and it, I think our perspective of seeing that is more. Could you imagine doing that, living there? We see it from like what where we are and what we have to that. These fishing villages are. It ju- I, I, I can only describe it crassly. It's a shanty town on water. As, come on in, Callie. Callie, come on in. It's, we have it's, questions for you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It looks like Waterworld. Oh, and that's that's crass. It's but th- it looks like Waterworld. What about the crying baby? Speaking of being dead. Yeah, it was so interesting. There's certain there's certain uh, there's certain universals in life, and that, that you that once you experience them, you can never see them another way. And a crying baby, as a parent, is one thing. That is just simply one thing. You don't see class. You don't see anything. You just see a crying baby. And we were going through this fishing village on our dragon boat. where there was a crying baby. And I just felt it as a dad. Because I heard the mom talking to it. And at 6 in the morning, when you hear a crying baby, your only instinct is, shut the fuck up. Like, I am not ready for this. You are starting my day off crappy. And I heard that, and I was like, wow, that's a fucking straight-up universal. But the thing I was going to say was that... That, uh... Those parents aren't going off to their jobs at IBM, or... And there's no, and there's no or other room. Applebee's, or whatever. They're going to... They're going on a boat. Yes. And, and, and dragging nets. And they've got to paddle the boat themselves. There are so many things that put perspective in it. The thing that put the most perspective, and I say this... Quietly, but respectively, respect, respectfully, respect. respect you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Respectfully is that I think when you have something in life, and I think I don't think the boys would mind me saying this. You look at it and you go, "Could I go back down to that? Could I do that minimalist? Could I live like that?" And the the kids were taken. They're they're musicians. They're they're in their twenties. They're young. And their life has not started yet, technically. And this trip is so different from them than any of the other travelers because they looked at it as like a parallel move almost. Mm-hmm. And they and I and as I was saying that to the crew and to them, they were like, "Yeah, I mean, well, I think he said, I mean, if you work, I bet they, I bet it would make their days if they worked at Chipotle. <laughs> like, like, but like he's like that wouldn't seem like an easy work day. Mm-hmm. But it was like, like it was yeah, it was so interesting." To uh, to share this trip with these kids because I keep calling them kids. We've called them kids the entire time, but they're just young and everything's so fresh to them. This is an entirely trip flip podcast. I want to inspire you to travel. I, that was what I was going to say earlier, and I'm all over the map. But I have been drinking, and we are wrapped, so that is okay. But um, but I, you know me. I'm a very regular guy. I'm 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 not I'm not I'm not a, a fucking the guy who's the guy who does the Travis Pastrana I'm not Johnny Knoxville I'm Bert uh, I have a I have a base level fear of flying that you that is well documented and uh, and and I and I'm scared of skydiving but I've done it and I've done all these fucking things and and I hope to god you listen to this and you go you know I feel like Bert had he not got lucked into this great job 
could have been me. He could have been working at a carpet factory or, or selling boats or selling used cars. But the one thing we can share is this travel. Traveling is so, I mean, you know, and, and you can do what I do. You can watch my show and do exactly what I do. You can, that's the greatest thing about this show. Yes, there are some certain things that we get access to that you will not get access to. That is, like you're not going to be able to go skeet shooting with Joe Rogan. That is not going to happen for you. Um, but you could do everything on this episode. Probably, yes, right? Everything. You could do all of it. I mean, we did and the hard work. We found it. We're not giving you stuff you can't you can't afford. Now, listen, you may not be able to afford the whole trip, but you can find the things you like, pick and choose, and do them. But what's great about Southeast, Southeast Asia is that once you're here, you can spend $15 a day. Yeah. Your whole, like, dinner is $5 a person. I mean, beers are 25 cents a glass. It is so cheap to stay and eat and... Wait, say that one part about the beers again? 25 cents a glass of beer. I mean, think about that. We're getting sandwiches. The other day, Paul got coffee, and we got sandwiches, and... We felt like we ordered a lot, and Paul looks at me and he goes, it was four bucks. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, we're not exaggerating, but it's so cheap, to, and it's delicious. It's not like you're getting some crappy food. It's delicious. And, you, and you'll and you see the places there are people that are eating, go eat there. Mm-hmm. There's, I mean, there's there's places all over the place. Vietnam is... is no bad food. Well, I'm sure there's bad food, but we've had good food. There's no yeah. bad food. Well, I mean... Cut to a Don't trust birds podcast. I got food poisoning. Get your shots. That's the most expensive part about this trip. It is. We started our malaria pills way too early. Because <laughs> we're going yes. to this cave and there's... But you don't not... always have to take malaria pills. We took them because we're going, like, in the jungle. Yeah, we're going in the jungle. Then you don't need malaria pills. Yeah. But it's, uh... Yeah. We're probably being overly safe because I didn't get one mosquito bite. Well, and also, if I get malaria, we shut down production. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think you bounce back from that. No. But, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I think, I think the one thing I want this podcast to do right now is just inspire you to travel. You know, I, I only talk about it because I love him, but Ari is one of those guys that I feel like he's manifested his own life his own way with traveling and seeing the world. And I kind of get inspired by him when he says, you know, I was in Switzerland. I went skiing. Where did you go skiing? And I was like, well, shit, would I have gone skiing had that not been part of my itinerary for Trip Flip? Would I have gotten myself into the Swiss Comedy Festival like Ari so he could get into Like, Ari really genuinely kind of has this, like, Wonderlust that I, I that I completely respect, and I remember talking to him a long time ago, and I was like, I remember just you know you talk shit about yourself to friends, and I was like, I was like, said something, and I was like, well, you know, the nice thing about me is that I don't think I'm a threat to any comic. I don't think any comic would like want my job. And Ari was like, are you fucking kidding me? Ari was like, I would love to have your job. He texted me this morning, and he said, hey, I want you to do something on right right before uh, his uh, storyteller show premieres. January 29th and I was like well I get back from Africa on the 25th so if I can do it 26th or 27th or 28th I'm in mm-hmm. and he was like what? what about earlier? and I was like yeah I'm in Africa for the month and he was like Ari was like you motherfucker like and you just forget you, but you can do that you can do that you just kind of plan your 
Lanyard. Now I'm drunk. Let's be honest. What? There may be comedians or or anyone in life who like makes a ton of money, but we get paid to travel the world and do fun shit. Yeah. That's not. That's most people don't have that opportunity. You sometimes you lose track in the day to day grind of like, ah, why are we not doing this yet, or why we need to shop from there or whatever. But we're in Halong Bay on junk boats in this amazing. We keep repeating Halong Bay and junk boats because it was it we did we heard junk boat and we I, I think we had seen pictures, but you know you forget what the image is before you go mm-hmm. and then all you hear is the notes you get before you go and you're like so that's when we go to the junk boat and you're like oh fuck and you're like oh this is gonna be a nightmare I remember thinking to myself can I even take a shit on this thing <laughs> and, uh, and then which by the way why would I wonder if I could shit on a junk boat but, <laughs> but uh but yeah we are we are very lucky I'm very lucky I'm the, mo- the luckiest guy in the fucking world I'm well aware of that and I think the only thing I ever want to do with this, that's why I don't charge for these podcasts. That's why I don't ever put advertising in this podcast. I'll support products that I love, but I don't want, I want you to just enjoy them and I hope you enjoy them. But more importantly, and I feel like if I only have one service, it's to, is, you know, one of the, is just inspire you to travel. Get yourself out. And, and one of the things, and I, I've said this wholeheartedly, and, and stop me if I'm making this up. This season specifically, I picked a couple locations that were not super user friendly to a tra- to a travel network per se. Uh, I know for a fact. I mean, I don't want to spoil, but like, and I don't want to say that where you're living isn't like the best travel spot. But there are places I've been that I knew were amazing. Ohio is number one. Ohio is one of my favorite states in the union. I fucking love Ohio. I said, we argued this. Sales and Andy, you remember when we did this? Yeah. We argued the most beautiful state in the entire union. Yeah. And we went through all the states, and we've been through a lot of them. And we came down with Ohio. Ohio has it all. They've got so many big cities. They've got so many trees. They've got so many different landscapes. And when you get out on the Lake Michigan, it is fucking spectacular. And Cleveland rocks. It really genuinely does. The We went to uh, Wisconsin. We went to Cleveland. Michigan. Alabama. Alabama. I wanted to show people Alabama. Mm-hmm. And I remember when, yeah. when we, we were like, who? It's, it's such a hard sell because Alabama just doesn't have this, like, visitor's welcome yeah. uh, kind of history. And so, so, it's but, not sexy. It's not sexy. I mean? That's what it is. Well, but it is. Yeah. It's Alabama, I mean, yeah. baby. Yeah. Dude. You know, it's sexy in the NASCAR kind of way. I, well, it, Leanne's from Alabama. Leanne's from Georgia, but split time on the border between Alabama and Georgia and I knew how beautiful Alabama was and I was like it is we can we can just show everyone what's so great about Alabama and fucking goddamn if Alabama isn't one of my one of my favorite memories ever I always go back to these visual memories is riding Indians through uh, Talladega National Forest it, it, it Indian motorcycles not actual no we were riding actual Indians I mean <laughs> It was slow. It took a while. <laughs> we got through it. I mean... <laughs> the, uh... But, yeah. It was... So... Just fucking... Travel. But I think what's cool about the... 
about everything too is if you can't get to Vietnam, there's places within the United States you can still go and explore. That's that's yes, that's you're what sorry. You're getting at. Yeah, is that there are some that there are some places that people may not seem it may not seem sexy, but you'll have a blast. You'll have a fucking blast. Utah, Utah. was Utah was Utah was insane. insane. And then we got to finish up the season with New Orleans. Uh-huh. And, uh... New Orleans? Uh, North Carolina. Oh, we yeah. probably shouldn't say these. Because we haven't... Oh, yeah, yeah. We, we, we scrap them. Scrap them. <laughs> They're done. <laughs> We're not doing them anymore. <laughs> We're doing brand new episodes. Never mind. <laughs> um, but yeah, I had to do this podcast. I'm on a train. I haven't I haven't been on a sleeper train since I robbed it. I, and, looked, I mean, I, obviously, I, I came home is, on one. This is like going back in time because it's like from the 1960s. It hasn't changed. Kelly? No one can see you opening that door. Hey. We're, I'm oh. trying to wrap up the podcast. Kristen. Hey, yeah. do we have beers in here, Paul? Yeah, oh, we yeah, do. Okay. Cool um, right okay. And I don't mean to uh, interrupt this, but what time does this train arrive tomorrow? 6 a.m. 6.20. Okay. 6.20. Oh. You hear that, Andy? Be, it could be a little bit late. So, I think it could be a little late. Hey, shut that door so we don't hear the yeah. outside. Yeah. Um, That's boring. We're going to go find the food cart. Do you want to go? What? Oh, I want sticky food rice. Cart? Oh, my gosh. They have yeah. corn stalks. TT's taking us to the food cart. TT? By the way, TT is a fucking home run. He's awesome. TT's wired. He's got this. He's got everything a little bit wired. Yeah. Unlike that one fixture we had that was possibly a pimp. Which one was that? Uh, there was a lot of weird season things. one. Yeah. Sales knows who I'm talking about. Oh, he hired two prostitutes. He, 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 he is like the best. If you come here and you can hire him, he knows everyone. He knows yeah. everywhere. Look. More importantly, go to travelchannel.com. Go to TravelChannel.com. You will find all the information for our stuff. All the research Callie's done is on TravelChannel.com. All the research Bill's done. All the research Sean has done. All the research that all the people before us, it's all there. And you can do these trips. And you can get the app. The app, the Travel Channel app fucking rocks. It is so fucking great. The Travel Channel app, I have it on my phone. But uh, just go to the tra- go to, go to Travel Channel. You can find everything. And and I, I know that I'm, I'm technically... Not on the clock, so I shouldn't be talking about the the brand or the or the network, but that I distinctly and genuinely believe that what that what our network does is so goddamn inspirational and so fucking fun, and we have such a fucking blast doing it. And you know what? The and the thing I keep saying to everyone when we're driving scooters through, or I'm driving a motorcycle, they're driving scooters, is is uh, anyone can do this. Yeah. Anyone can do this. Five dollars. Five fucking dollars. <laughs> like that, I kept losing my shit about it. Like anyone gets to do this. Like snack cart. Snack cart. <laughs> Close call, everybody. Close call. Um, but like, uh, I like, I just, I just genuinely thought to myself, anyone can do this. And I was like, I'm on the scooter, and I'm thinking, get on the train, talk about Vietnam, talk about. I wanted to talk about Japan, but I'm already kind of... It's like... Japan was cool, too. Japan was, Japan was amazing. The only thing I'll ever tell you, and, and I'm getting into this, and I know I'm going to do an episode with this guy, and we have the footage. We have the... Vi- depends on... I think everyone received the Peter Jackson thing very fine, the uh, the podcast. It turned out really well. Everyone liked it. And we're going to talk to the network. Paul and I will be a part of that. But we will have full-length interviews we do with, with 
experts that we find really fascinating yeah. that we can only put into yeah. like a five minute clip or a ten minute yeah. clip, and we'll and we'll post we'll try to post those on the yeah. Birdcast, sure. and uh, because we did one with um, with the Zen Buddhist monk. Ah, yeah, and it was great. so fucking awesome. I had such a great time, and uh, and you know talking to TT Fixers a little behind yeah. the scenes, but you know what. Everything's a mess these days. My Twitter, my whatever. I'm fucking. I should wrap this up. All right, guys, it's getting late. Sometimes you gotta rob motherfuckers. So, <laughs> train's train. starting up again. Everyone's going to sleep. Is there any questions you guys have? Are we good? Good. Callie, Paul, Andy. Callie, what time tomorrow morning? Sometime between 5:45 and 6:45, the train will arrive. Right? It's not going to be early. It's not going to be early, so it's either going to be six set the alarm to six. seven. Should we say six to seven? Yeah. All right. Well, I'm assuming I'll get up because of you and, guys. And once yeah. we get there, we have ten minutes to bolt, right? Ten Yeah. So we're going to try to start moving the luggage out of the cars, cars, and then all like. How will we know when we're close? TT. I think the train just stopped. Everyone's like, get the fuck up! I mean, I've been on it before. Yeah, There's not like, the conductor just come by and go, Paul? Paul? Oh my God. It's it's this light on your yeah, it's shining a light on my face. I, I um, got this 900 aluminum light, and I fucking, I meant to, I thought it was up. on the lightest level, and I walked it on the junk boat. They turned the, the converters off so you couldn't, like, you had no, there were no lights. And so I go into Paul's room, and I thought he was in the other bed. So I hit the light, and I just shined it on his face. He goes, Jesus! <laughs> Jesus! Uh, well, oh. um, TT and I will get up, and we can give you a... a yeah, you, uh, Callie, you should set your alarm for, like, 4.30, just so you yeah. so sort away. of a, you know I what, Callie? Have any idea. Let's me and you pull an all-nighter. No way. Not, but we have two more. Is it bad? Uh, the leeches are bad. The leeches. Look, there's some of the stuff that we do on our show you probably won't want to do. No, this this you have to do if you come here. Really? It is. It's one of those experiences that I think it just you go there and it is incredible. I mean. Yeah. And the leeches. I mean. I would, I would go through the leeches. I'm doing it again. If the leeches were that bad, I wouldn't do it again. All right, top. Let's let's. This is how we'll end this podcast. Top five, top memory on this show where you were like, "Oh fuck, I, I got to do that again." The glacier, the New Zealand, the New Zealand glacier. I've hiked eight oh, hours yeah. to to sleep. Burns Law Burn. What's it called? Versal Burn. Burns Law. Burns Law Burn. Um, the glacier was it's the most amazing thing I've done here on this show. Yep, that's in last week's episode. I'm sure they're running reruns of it. Just type in Trip Flip New Zealand. You can see that right now. Ernst La Burn. It is uh, the glacier where Frodo and Sam and all them walk behind the waterfall, and it is glacier part waterfall, and it is uh, it was breath- it's bre- it's actually breathtaking. Mm-hmm. And uh, me and me and uh, Augustine and Cynthia cried there and I kept wondering why do you cry when you see pretty things mm-hmm. like when you see something overwhelming why don't you cry I kept thinking why aren't you turned on sexually like 
Why can't you just, like, when you see pretty things... You didn't have a boner? No, I did not. <laughs> no. Uh, Sally, you... I mean, we were all emotional, right? Yeah. I mean, we, we were all like, yeah. this is amazing. Yeah. It was amazing. It was amazing. Best part of it was the uh, the ice water bath. Yeah. Oh. Was, after you guys did that, we all wanted to get yeah. in, too. I mean, yeah. I, it was... Remember the suspension bridge in Switzerland? Switzerland, yeah, that was pretty insane. That, yeah, that was another one of those. Like, I, I hope I could get back in my lifetime, but I don't think I will. I always register them as things I'd like to see with the girls. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, I, and number one on my list was swimming with sharks. Yeah. Swimming with sharks was like. You to do that. I did it, and it was. And by the way, there was a couple moments in there. I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, fuck yes, mm-hmm. like I'm doing this. I'd like to take them swimming with bottlenose dolphins. I did that for the trip. Another show on Travel Channel. It's an hour special. I'd like to take them to, to do that. Uh, I don't think I'd take them to go see the whale sharks. I think they'd be scared as fuck. Yeah. Um, Maybe when they're older. The Buddhist monk we, that we did worked with in New Zealand or in Japan is coming out to LA and he's coming to my house and he's going to do something with me and the girls. Lead us to a meditation because Isla is aggressively into meditation, <laughs> but she believes she doesn't believe that. She believes it, it comes from an app because Leanne's got it on an app on her phone. So she's like, "It's the app. I do the app, Dad." So, um, what about you, Andy? He's asleep already. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. I would say the buffalo hunt. That was oh, crazy. really? That's, That's interesting. We take the helicopter in. That was crazy. Oh. And the cave. The cave is one of those things where you're like, like you said, you'll probably never get back here. Or it's just going to blow up. They're talking about building a tram that will take you all the way up there. And then it'll ruin it. You know oh, what I mean? I see what you're saying. When too many people go and they put lights in and walkways and all that kind of stuff. But it is, it's amazing. Like, it's nothing you've ever seen. What about you, Paul? Uh, I'm skydiving over Fiji. Yeah, you've done that. Done that. Uh, scuba diving in Fiji. You've done that too. Both of those were uh, pretty spectacular. Those were activities we did on the show, and you stayed an extra. I stayed a couple days with did, Barb. Yeah, did for my wife. And you did with Barb. Um, I agree with John. Hernslaw Burned was the most beautiful place we've ever seen. I, that I've ever seen. I, um, it's wow. it's just remarkable, and the helicopter ride to it was unbelievable. I don't know that those three things are kind of stick out in my mind. Well, you know what? Also, just being on the sailboat for Fiji. four oh, yeah. days in Fiji, and and eating the food that these guys who just live on boats prepare. Yeah. That was a Fun experience. Yeah. So the the boat the, life. For the very days. the very last night when uh, sales, me and Tyler went up to the front, and all the guys that worked on the boat were hanging out. Yeah. And I said, we said, what are you guys doing? They said, we're having our kava ceremony. They're like, we have the real yes. stuff, mm-hmm. and we do this at the end of the thing. And we and well, I mean, we drank. Yeah. We must have drank like five bowls of kava each. Oh, yeah. And I was off my ass when we went to that next boat. And I don't even remember anything that happened that night. <laughs> I was off my ass. That kava ceremony was 
and that was like it was legit like they were it was none of the stuff I mean not that the one we had for the show was legit as well but when you do it like in private without a camera yeah you almost yeah. want to pull your cell phone out and take a picture it's like everything needs to be on it was that was fucking amazing alright I don't want to sit there and rub in what the, what fantastic experiences we've had I want you to hear them and say um you know what Bert I'm not doing shit I could work a couple extra over hours and 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 do something badass, and uh, and do it. Just do it. Just do it. Be inspired to live life. Carpe diem. I believe in that. Um, I believe in you. I hope you have a fantastic week. I will be. Uh, and and hey, just for all this, if you're like, oh fuck this guy, he's got it too good. Well, for the record, I'll be flying for the next. 40 hours <laughs> to get back <laughs> because we got to take a, a plane from where? Where are we going, Callie? Going to Dong Hoi. Dong Hoi to Hanoi. Right? When we travel back, Dong no. Hoi, we'll take a flight from Dong Hoi to Hanoi. And then we have a seven hour layover <laughs> and then a midnight flight to Tokyo. We'll arrive at 7 a.m. and then we'll stay there until. We have like a nine-hour layover. Yep, until 5 p.m. p.m. And then you're going to L.A., so you have a shorter flight. You have an yeah. eight-hour flight because you're going with the jet stream, but everyone else has a ten-hour flight. Yeah, so there is a little bit of a, you know, yeah, there's an uphill battle with this, but... but. And tomorrow will be covered with leeches. Tomorrow will be covered with leeches. But you know what? Some people are into that shit. So we'll be covered with leeches getting on a five-hour, six-hour hike. Six-hour hike. Six-hour hike into the jungle. Where there are king cobras and tigers. And hey. And ligers. They're not ligers. They're monkeys. Oh, that's a monkey? Oh, I thought it was a tiny lion and a tiger when they had a baby. <laughs> I guess, wait, why could, could a lion and a tiger have babies? It's a tie-in. A tie-in? No, okay. <laughs> I thought a tie-in is when you uh, incorporated a product into your show. Yeah, that's a tie-in. <laughs> Like the travel house of the Romano. All right. All right. I love you guys. Have a great week. I will see you in LA. Oh, uh, New Year's Eve. I'm at the Irvine Improv. Uh, January 29th. I'm at the. This is the worst time to do the fucking shit. January 29th. I'm in that. No, I don't think anyone cares, Paul. I'll be in Miami. January. No one, in Arkansas. No one cares. December 24th. Oh my god. So I you look tiny in this fucking this is a train made for Vietnamese people in 1974. And John Sales is 6'3. Oh well. John, where are you going to be this <laughs> I might be stuck in this bed. He's going to be at a masseuse. <laughs> All right. I love you guys. And I really do love you guys. <laughs> Take care. All right, guys. The rest of this podcast is taped at Songdong Cave. I think I'm saying that right. Song, Han Songdong Cave or Songdong Cave. Just type in the world's largest cave in Vietnam. It is absolutely spectacular. You'll hear me talk about it. Yeah, there's the podcast. New Year's Eve, Irvine, Tampa, calling sick to work show. All right, guys. It's Bert. I am uh, sorry for last night. I do not know how that ended. I do know that we were teasing where we were going at the end of the show, and I think it slipped out. So I thought I'd talk to you 
and wrap up this Vietnam trip flip episode. It's just a Vietnam episode. I'd shoot video in here and put it online and make it a video podcast. But quite honestly, the beautiful network I work for that has footed the bill to show me this spectacular location that is only the only place in the world that deserves to be called awe-inspiring. I mean, I've fucking seen some places. I've been so goddamn lucky. I know who I am as a guy. Moderately talented. Uh, I'm a good comic. I think I'm a lazy comic. I think I could be a better comic. I think I'm a shallow individual. I I have a hard time meditating. (laughs) I have a uh, I have a short tolerance parenting. Uh, I'm a good husband. I don't cheat, but I don't listen and I don't help enough. And uh, I'm a good host. I'm a I'm a pretty good producer on TV. I, I, but I don't deserve this. I, I'm not good enough to, to do this. Like, this is amazing. It's the one of the world's biggest caves, and this is where we're sleeping tonight. And I, I, I hope this just implores you to just tune in to Trip Flip. It's my show. I love that show. Uh, and I know that some of you that get my stand-up go, but yeah, but it's, it's not your stand-up. Well, it's not my stand-up. If you want to see my stand-up, go see my stand-up. And uh, and if you want to see spectacular, just awe-inspiring locations, that then that's this show, and that's what I do on this show. And my God, I mean, this thing is huge. I'll walk you over here so you can hear some of the trickling. I'm the sun setting. I got a headlamp on. We just got done the hike. It was about a six-hour hike in through the Vietnamese jungle. And I got to be honest with you, all I could think to myself was. And, 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 and look, I told you who I am. You know who I am. I couldn't be in the Vietnam War. I mean, I can't imagine doing that hike daily with the threat of everyone you see wondering if you were going to kill them or if they were going to kill you. I mean, we went into a small Vietnamese village just like you've seen in every movie that you've ever seen about the Vietnam War. We walked in. I swear to God. I I mean, it was spooky. I mean, Oliver Stone deserves everything he's got because there was an old woman sitting on her, like, sitting like a catcher, looking out of house, uh, like a hut that was missing a panel of wood, and she was just staring at us as we just, the film crew just walked through her village and then stopped and had lunch and played with their kids it was so uh, i mean it was so amazing it was such it was such an amazing experience but all i could think was just empathy for 19 year old boys who go go through went through that and, and the empathy for the vietnamese people who went through that and the fact that i'm hanging out with our fixer last night drinking wine having a great time and thinking wow 50 years ago we were enemies me and him, me and that guy, would try to kill each other? That makes no fucking sense. And I don't know if I'm pensive and somewhat emotional because I'm in this absolutely gorgeous location. And like I said, 
I've I've said 19 different Vietnamese names of places I've been. I don't remember the name of the cave. Just Google Vietnamese world's largest cave. I'm camping on the riverbed. Uh, and it is, it is amazing. And, and, but to get back to what I know about me is I'm not super special. I'm not, I'm really not. I got, I, I don't, I'm not. And I'm getting to see these things, but you can get it to see them too. And I think they change who you are. I think it changes your your spiritual makeup. And I think it changes your consciousness. And I think it changes the way you perceive yourself. And I think that if you let your wife travel or your husband travel or you, or you take your kids to travel and do things that aren't Disney. Look, there's nothing wrong with Disney. Your kids have to see Disney. I mean, look, you're, let me restate that. You're fucking your kids. If you, that, let me restate that. You're screwing your kids over if they don't get to see Disney or Universal. But uh, but send, send your wife and her friends on a trip. Let her, let her redefine her spiritual makeup. You go on a trip by yourself with your wife or with your buddies. Or take one of your kids. I always read this. I read this cool story about... Gwyneth Paltrow's dad um, and how he he uh, he took her to Paris he wanted to be the first man to show her Paris a little creepy now that I have kids I'm like that fuck my, my kids shouldn't see that I don't, I don't, I, I don't know it's just like, it's like oh, I want my kids to be the first guy they see naked that, that's kind of the thing but uh, <laughs> But I thought it was cool that he took his daughter somewhere. I was like, I want to take my daughters to New York. I want to show them New York with my wife. I want to share that with my wife. I want them to see New York. I want them to be old enough to respect it. But uh, but young enough to not see homeless people and feel sad. Or see the guy in the Elmo outfit dancing and go, oh, that guy's a guy. Just be like, oh, dad, look, it's out, you know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. We still got to shoot some tonight. We just walked in. We just took these packs. I way overpacked. I brought my podcasting equipment because I wanted to podcast in a fucking cave. <laughs> but uh, I'm having a uh, small glass of whiskey. And I'm going to sleep. Uh, we're going to shoot. We're going to sit by the fire, drink some rice wine, I'm sure. Because they brought it in. And, uh, and and that'll be our night. And I'll wake up tomorrow morning. And I, I'll sure I'll try to take some pictures and... But, you know, Instagram can't show you what I'm looking at. I hope you can hear the this tranquility going on in the background. Thank you, everyone, for watching Trip, watching Trip Flip uh, last Sunday night. Uh, it was a smashing success. Uh, it was just sincerely a smashing success. It was the best we've ever done. And uh, that was that is the greatest thing to hear and that is the greatest thing to feel, this show that I love. I love the people I do it with, even though I know you guys. Kristen drives you nuts. She is, there's a lot of amazing things about her. <laughs> I don't want to stop talking to you because I feel like I'm talking to me. And I don't want to stop talking to me. I wish my wife was here. I wish my wife was here so bad. It's so funny the little things you fall in love with in a person. is like, I like watching her get overwhelmed by shit. I'm not numb to it. I'm not numb to it, but I can be. I can totally be numb to it. I've seen, I've seen... I've seen things I've seen things that my my mom couldn't fathom after a bottle of Kim Crawford. 
uh, and I've seen them. I've seen them in a rush. I've seen things that I, mean, I got a private viewing of the David. I mean, anyone could see that, really. But you know, you get up right up close to the David, and you're like, no one else is there except for the great, great, great grandson of uh, Michelangelo's apprentice. And not that that was impressive. You're like, I get it. I didn't track the lineage. I'm not on ancestry mingle.com or ancestry. It's one of my jokes. I'm not on ancestry. How do I fucking know? But we were rushed, and I was like, this is really cool. All I could look at was his dick and wonder why his dick was so small. That's all I could wonder. Why is his dick so small? And I kept saying that. His, yeah, but the, I, it's out of proportion. It's out of proportion. And he's like, well, he made that because you're looking up at it. And I was like, no, 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 no. Because he had to because he had to make the feet the same. You to, you're going to be staring up at the thing. And initially it was supposed to be on top of the Sistine, uh, the, the Duomo. I think it was, up, it was supposed to be there. It was supposed to be higher. So they... Uh, they had to make everything, Michelangelo had to make everything, I hope it was Michelangelo now that I think about it, who the fuck, yeah, but uh, he had to make everything in proportion so that you would see it from the ground level looking up and the head would look as this to the right proportion as the feet should look. So that's why the hands are so fucking big, is the hands need to look the same size, like when, but now when you see it, because it wasn't supposed to be that low, and he got to the hands, and they were like, oh, let's put it at like five feet, and he was like, dude, I made this for a fucking, I'm sure he was, he was like, hey, listen, you don't tell me a fucking thing, okay, do you know who my dad is, my dad's Michelangelo also, <laughs> yo, Mikey, yo, I always had this, I used to have this joke when I first moved to New York that, uh, look at me, I'm sitting here doing stand-up in the game, this is not stand-up, these are horrible jokes. This is why I don't write jokes. I tell stories. I used to uh, um, have this joke about <laughs> Michelangelo just being a regular Italian dude, like like any other Italian dude. And I and I I think I first wrote it when I moved to LA, but I, all I could see was Brett Ernst just grabbing his balls, shouting up to a window where Michelangelo's studio is. He's like, "Yo, Mikey, yo, Mikey, you coming out?" And he's like, "Nah." He's like, are you carving cocks up there? Mikey's carving cocks. This guy. So my point was, Michelangelo, I said to them, why? I, finally, I was like, proportion, proportion. But what I was really saying was, his dick is so fucking small. And uh, the guy goes, yeah, he had to make it that way. I was like, what do you mean? He goes, uh, if you made it, like, if you made it even just a little too big, that's all anyone would talk about. Even back then, they'd be like, do you see the dick on this guy? <laughs> like, if you gave him a Dirk Diggler dong, and just, and just, <laughs> like, then everyone would be like, I mean, he really focused on the dick. He had to make it, like, kind of smaller. Um, I'm sure he took a load of shit for it. Um, but, all right. I just wanted to touch base after last night. I felt like, I, I feel like we got, uh, like I don't know where I left you. I don't even know where I left off. I'm gonna probably have to edit that one a tad bit. Uh, I don't know. I, I want you guys to take this trip to Vietnam. Do please uh, call my buddy TT. Okay, I know he gave you his info. Call TT. Go to travelchannel.com. Get all the info for this trip. It'll be up. But you can call TT if you have plans to go to Vietnam beforehand. Call TT. Call TT. He's fun to party with too. He makes me laugh and I'll fucking stop. Uh. All right. I think that's it. I might try to talk to you late night. But, uh, yeah. Go out. Get inspired. Do some, get, on the, get online. Find something you always wanted to do and do it. Take motorcycle lessons. I rode motorcycles in Vietnam. It was so much fun. Take scuba lessons. We went scuba diving with whale sharks in Japan. I, I couldn't have done that if I didn't have scuba lessons. And I got to pet whale sharks. Whale sharks. Whale sharks. 
Well, I feel like Alan Iverson. We're talking about whale sharks. We're talking about whale sharks. Like sh- not sharks, whale sharks. We're talking about whale sharks. Um, but yeah. So, uh, I hope you can hear everything going on. I'll take you over to the Vietnamese little circle of trust. They're making dinner over fucking a wood burning stove. They just grabbed, brought in a bunch of branches. We had these badass porters. You won't see that in the show. But these dudes carried everything in flip-flops. I was in uh, Danner hiking boots that possibly are ruined. And these dudes were wearing flip-flops. I guess plantar fasciitis is like a fat white man's disease. Considering me and Bobby Kelly are the only ones that ever talk about it. How does it? Okay. Let's wrap this up. Uh... Go out. Be inspired. Get inspired. Go online. Find something to do. Get into something you haven't done before. Take your wife. Send her by herself. Take her with you. Take the kids. Love your family. Oh, I'm doing my job right. One of my travelers, Chris, is uh, is sitting by himself. Just staring up at the cave hole. I mean, the cave hole is probably, I'm going to say, 20 stories up. We're 20 stories below. Uh, it is opened like a mustache. It looks like a like a mustache, for real. I mean, it's just straight across, and then it arches. And we're 20 stories down, and it's all rock. It's all rubble coming all the way down to the bottom, which is water, which is a river that runs through it. Fantastic fucking movie. And then, and then there's an island in the middle of this cave that we're on. The island's probably the size of... I'm going to say half a football field. Uh, maybe a little bigger. Maybe a whole football field, but shaped like an island. It was not a square. And uh, the river surrounds the island. And that's how big this is. And I'd say the ceiling is probably, I'm going to say, 10 stories. So this cave is massive. And there's trickling down water over on one side. And we've got about we got a bunch of tents in the back. It's all crew and porters and whatnot. And they're, uh, they're making dinner. So I'm going to go have dinner. Uh, all right. I'm going to be back in LA. I will uh, do a podcast probably with Joey Diaz or someone, uh, soon. I know I'm doing, I think I'm doing, I don't know. I think I'm doing Rogan soon. Watch Archie Fears, uh, storyteller show starts up in January. Just keep checking your DVRs set. Your DVR for Trip Flip, I don't know when, when it comes back, but the hour special is rerunning from New Zealand. It was fantastic. Thank you so much, everyone that watched it. I am rambling. I haven't even started drinking yet. One glass of whiskey. You ready for the last little sip? A little toast. To life. I didn't think it would be this good. I definitely don't deserve it. But I won't fuck it up. And I won't, uh, I won't take it for granted. Ever. As I drink whiskey. Maybe I should just not drink at all and live forever. <laughs> Wrong podcast, asshole. <laughs> this guy likes to imbibe. So, cheers to Vietnam. Oof. Oof, that was a lot. That was a mistake.
Oh, that was a big mistake. I wish I could take that back. <coughs> oh, I hope one of these porters brought in a beer. Would it be ironic if a porter brought in a porter? All right, bye.